We got yeah. a rap to the click. Oh no, they went off. It went it off. Was, it's like it a one, a, two, three, four. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and it just lets me know that way I don't have because I have the timing of it. It's so bad. My I just I've told you before. My my timing is horrible. I have to learn to do it. I do good with the drums, mm-hmm. but like the click, like if you get that click sound, the or metronome, it messes me up every time. Really? Every time. I just pull it off like that. I'm gonna have a different setup. So that yeah, it's it is. I don't know what it is, but I get like a little tick. It's like it's like just making me tick. It's like give me a drum beat, give me a look machine, yeah. something. I can keep up with it then because I can hear where the cymbals crash, and that's what I listen for. That right. tick thing sounds the same to me. Well, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't play with that yeah, though. It's annoying. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody likes playing to a metronome. I don't know how you do it. I can't. Can you play with? I, I've, oh yeah, can I can. You? I can do it. I but just having trained myself to do it right. for studio stuff, you know, but, uh, I don't, I prefer, I prefer an actual drummer that's playing a song right. rather than just literally time, you know, or just play, even playing on the guitar. If I don't have any, like a, like your last album that we, you, we did, mm-hmm. you'd have a lot of percussion. If any, I don't think you had any percussion in it. It was more of just, there was, no, there was, it's about half, half drum kit on it. Half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you play a lot. I'd rather play that way but i know when you have drums in there it makes it sound so much better it drives oh, yeah. the sound of the, the song itself mm-hmm. and like some of yours we talked about before it was the songwriter style and you're like a one-man machine I mean, i've seen you on there with your drum oh, steps yeah, yeah. and your kits uh-huh. and you're just i mean how you do that i have no idea <laughs> that when i started doing that is when i started practicing with a click a little bit mm-hmm. because when you're doing so many crazy things your timing gets weird because <laughs> you're like because you you're concentrating on so many different things you don't even know that you're going fast and slow fast and slow right and then you try to play to a click you're like all right i can i can try to keep things under control a little bit <laughs> and then after a while you're fine you know well guys what we're doing today is we're here with ben's new album and the album is the rascals back right that's the name that's of the, album? the name of the album so tell everybody how you got started with the album what the process and then we'll start listening to some of the music so the last album, which you heard on the podcast, was called Grown Up Love, mm-hmm. and it was very intimate, uh, lots of songs without drums, without percussion, uh, very acoustic, um, and personal, a lot of stories about my family and uh, my daughter's diagnosis with Rett Syndrome and stuff, and so for this new album... I wanted to do something completely different, okay. which is a full band. The other thing about the last record is that it was recorded during lockdown. So everything was recorded one at a time. For this album, I got five people in a room and we played together. And it's all upbeat, fun music. Okay, And that's the basically the only theme of the record is that it's songs that I had written that all have a upbeat, fun drive to them. I, I, see, I like that. I know singer-songwriters kind of get into their head sometimes and go just real slow, but you play out a lot. We were talking about that off air. you got to have some kind of speed and some kind of rhythm. They want to dance more than they want to cry. You got it. I mean, as, as a performer, you realize how much – the body responds to music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not when people are out, they're not listening to the words most of the time. Right. You know, they're they're listening for the beat, the, the and just the sound of the music. That's what they're listening for. Right. And drums, man. 
You got to have, have that beat and the bass. <laughs> you got, guys, we were talking about that off air a little bit about the drums and that, like with me trying to figure out time and without drums, I can't do it. And we were talking about Ben. He does, he's like a one man show. If you've never seen Ben live, he's like all over the place. He can, he can do so many multiple things. And I have a hard time walking and chewing gum at the same time. <laughs> so to do all that, I have much respect for you, brother. That's, that's talent. And to be able to stay in time and in key and, and I mean, and remember the words. That's that's a lot. That's Thanks, man. <laughs> you got to turn part of the brain off, and then it just goes. Well, that's the easy part for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're maybe you're a natural one man band. <laughs> I'm a one man something. That's for damn sure. So let's do the the first song. Is called "The Rascals." Back obviously for the for the title. But let's, what's the story behind this song? So this was the last song I wrote for the record. I, I thematically, I thought. I was going to do a, a record like this, and I was like, a great title would be The Rascal is Back. Mm-hmm. I had, it was one of these titles I had written down in my notebook for a long time. It would be a great title for the record. And then I decided towards the end of putting everything together, I should probably write a song called The Rascal is Back. So this one did not start organically whatsoever. Okay. It started with an idea for a, a song, and then I sort of fleshed it out. And uh, it's a upbeat, rockin', honky-tonk, funny song okay I, I like those i like honky tonk ups beat songs so let's do this what i'm gonna do is since I well howdy y'all well did you miss me go on and say i told you so yeah now i know the straight life is no go I was wrong I tried to get domesticated But yesterday I finally couldn't take it And I was gone I probably should have told my wife But the minute I saw the light I just dug out my boots and threw out the fanny pack Sold the plan and got my old honey back Cranked up the bike and flew out the cul-de-sac Straight to the nearest bar ACDC on the jukebox back and back Got so drunk I singing like a maniac Smoked so much I about had a heart attack So it's a fact The rascal is back Back. I ain't gonna lie I dressed up in a suit and tie Pulled out the driveway 745 Yeah, in the morning She started having baby fever She made me trade my Harley for a Kia Oh, help me, Lord I saw my reflection in the minivan And thought, this ain't who I am so I dug out my boots and threw out the fanny pack Sold the bed and got my old honey back Cranked up the bike and flew out the cul-de-sac Straight to the nearest bar ACDC on the jukebox back and back Got so drunk I singing like a maniac Smoked so much I about had a heart attack I woke up in someone's yard The rascal is I dug out my boots and threw out the fanny pack Sold the fan and got my old Harley back Picked up the bike and flew out the cul-de-sac 
That's a lot of my life. <laughs> Do you have a Harley? Do you ever have a Harley? No, I've never ridden a motorcycle. I have a, I had a Harley. I said I had a Harley, uh, and the twins were born, and I never had a fanny pack. My wife does. I would never have. A, I'll never have a fanny pack. No way in hell would you ever. That's, that's like me and I told her I never have a minivan, uh-huh. and I'm never having a fanny pack. There you go. <laughs> so who's all on the record? So the drummer is the same drummer as the last record. His name is Jack Jones, okay. who uh, was a local guy, local guy, but has since moved to New Orleans. Okay. Uh, bass is uh, Cass Falconer, who is Jack's, like, he plays with her all the time. Okay. And uh, they were going to be in town on a gig together anyway. And so I set the recording time for when they were going to be here. So uh, that's that. And... The guitar player is Kyle Lalone, who actually played on my record two and three records ago in California. Okay. So I flew him out from California to play on this. And let's see. The Oh, the background vocalist is a good story. You know the band Chicago? Yes. The singer is Jason Sheff, the bass player for Chicago. Really? Yeah. Okay. Who I, I got in contact with completely randomly I was I'd contacted this guy named Wes Hightower who's like a he's a background vocalist in Nashville who does every record you know he's one of these guys that's like got 7,000 albums under his belt because he just like is great at doing (laughs) background harmonies so I called him and he was going to be in Europe with his family during this and he's like just uh, call my buddy Jason he's amazing he'll be great for the project so I said okay so I called Jason and I pitched him the record and everything. And I'm like, are you, are you interested? And he's like, yeah, man, that sounds like a fun project. And I say, is there anything that, that you've done that I can hear? And he's like, well, you know, the band Chicago. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I've been in Chicago for 25 years. And I was like, oh, you got the job. Right. Well, I still need to hear it. Right. <laughs> My bassist loves Chicago. Really? Yes. That's like one of his favorite bands. I had a guest on here. Uh, Doug Kistner, he has a project with some of the bands. Uh, I think it's Bill from Chicago. One of the guys from Chicago mm-hmm. he's been doing it for. So that's that's really cool. Where did you record it at? Uh, in town at 800 East Studios in Atlanta. Okay. Um, it's like a just a big studio downtown-ish that's got a big live room. That was the thing I wanted the most so mm-hmm. we could all be in there. Um, piano was isolated in a different room. Uh, the piano was Neil Walkup is playing that, who's a local guy. Okay. So you got to do it like in the whole room, and I'm sure they put you in a booth, or did you actually get to sit in there with them live? I was in a booth, and the piano was in the booth, but okay. guitar, bass, and drums were in the live room together. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, one song I came out and did it in the room, but it was a, it's a big echoey room, so the vocals were getting swamped <laughs> by the sounds of drums. Yeah. They usually do. Yeah. <laughs> so the next song on here is called you, you Can Leave in the Morning. Yes, sir. What's the story behind this song? This song was written so long ago. So I was in a band 
<clears throat> in LA called the Public Trust, and the guitar player came in with his riff one day mm -hmm. that starts the song, and for whatever reason, the singer was not feeling it. And I was like, man, that is the, I love this riff so much. <laughs> so the guitar player and I got together and wrote this song and kept trying to get the singer and the band to get on board. Never could. So I was finally, whatever, 10 plus years after that situation, I just cut it. Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah. Like people always tell you, oh, after so many years, you should just, uh, you should uh, leave the song. I'm like, no. Sometimes, no, if, yeah. If it's good, it's good. Ten years. I mean, I've been working on. I've been working on for that long. That I, when I met my wife, so probably how long I've been married? Fourteen years. So called sax in the city, right? To play, <laughs> to play off the word because I love yeah, saxophone yeah. and mm -hmm. sax in the city stuff. Mm -hmm. Ten, ten plus years. Hey man, sax sells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, so you can leave in the morning. Speaking of sax sales. <laughs> in my time Why don't you come on by and allow me to remind you of the charming twinkle in my eye And if you don't mind grab a bottle of wine and we'll be fine until we see sunshine And you can leave in the morning if you feel that way Or I can fix you some breakfast if you want to stay
Another day, hey, that's okay. A bam and lama, bam and lama. Now you can leave in the morning if you feel that way. Oh, how I love them! Oh, how I love these rainy days. Oh, good golly, Molly, la 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 la. There's so much to love about that song. Oh, thank you. Uh, it, I don't know why it made me think of Burt Reynolds in the '80s. Burt Reynolds. And the, it, I was thinking like Stroke Race and Cannonball Run. Yeah, yeah. And then you got the the everybody loves the Nanas. Nana, it's so catchy. Of course, man. Group sing-alongs are just I don't know. That's like a Irish pub like drinking a, song that you could just sing the exactly, hell out of it. Exactly. That's my my um. My sort of my inspiration for the sound on this was those old Rod Stewart records, mm. the like Maggie May and that kind right. of era, and the where it, it was a bunch of acoustic guitars and drinking pub music type deal. So I got the right, I got the right uh, time period, the decade. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- See, I love stuff like that, and people are like, oh, you want to make it new sound? You know what? You just want to make it sound like that, where people can dance and they can sing to it. And it does. Not every song has to be a a huge story. I mean, that's just <clears throat> sometimes we fun. That's it, man. That's the whole theme of this record. It's just like it's fun. It's fun. It's something you can put on in your car, yep. and it makes the drive better. You know? Right. New Trans Am <laughs> going down the road. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> so the next song on here is My Sister and Me. My Sister and Me. So this one has a complicated history. There's a lot of songs on here that I didn't write recently, which you'll which you'll find. Um, and this is another one which goes back probably five or six years when I was working on a concept album okay. that never came to be. <laughs> I don't know how that could be. Yeah. I was, so I wrote all the music for it, but I was really broke at the time. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this. It's like it was sort of like a born to run mm-hmm. Springsteen, like epic sounding album I had in my head. And. It was just not meant to be at the time. So since then, I've cannibalized a few of the songs for other albums. Uh, actually, maybe only one other song on a previous album, which is called The Last Coast, and then there's two on here. We'll, okay. we'll get to the other one soon. Um, so this is from that, and it's from it, lyrically, it may not make sense on its own, but it's. I think it makes it sound even more poetic. It's got like a, a mystery to it now because there's a story element to it that's unexplained. Okay. I'm going to see if I can figure out this story All element. Right. <laughs> so we're going to listen to My Sister and Me. 
the sweet summer heat Running round to blisters on our feet In the yard kicking a soccer ball Watching TV doing nothing at all Growing up my sister and me Counting the days until we would be free I guess that qualifies as family Nobody knows except my sister and me She was 16 years old and ready to blow You'd never know when she would come or go She'd take me to parties and slip me a beer Leave me alone and disappear Mama's all gone On holidays I get a call on the phone We talk like strangers in line at the bank Just be polite and get on with your day Growing up, my sister and me Making believe that we could be free I guess that qualifies as family Except my sister and me me of who sings that song centerfield is it john the fogarty J- fogarty is it fogarty yeah. sings it? okay it reminds me a lot of fogarty okay here i'm gonna think of the story here's the story what i think when i hear okay it. okay it's your sister's older right yeah okay the rough family growing up your sister has like your best friend she leaves and now you're stuck with the whatever the situation is by yourself that's that's what i i hear because yes, my sister's yes. older too so i can completely relate to that song yeah that's so the the basic arc of the uh, the album that never was, was there's a guy who comes from sort of a a broken ish family, and then there's a disaster. There's like a a, a like a nine eleven style disaster. Okay, um, that further upsets his whole world, um, and this is a sort of a reminiscence of the good times, even though the good times were not 
as right you know wasn't good <laughs> as as for the if you listen to the lyrics there's a lot of stuff that's just you know good memories but not much there you know i guess that qualifies as family is right. the hook good good memories but if somebody else was looking outside in it wouldn't be good exactly like, what but you 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 take to go with the bad so exactly <laughs> I, I can totally relate to that i was listening to it and it was like <clears throat> but i kept getting that center field song stuck in my head i'm like that's very john fogarty and that's right that's what i like about your music is i, I know people don't like getting prepared compared to stuff and i'm not really comparing it to that because you got your own style but it makes me think of it and i mean you go from one style of singing like 80s type mm-hmm. of Burt Reynolds songs to some John Fogarty, you know, it's, it's cool. And I like different sounds in a, in a album and even just listening to it. So it may, me makes too, me, yeah. cause I'm, I'm, I always tell people I'm like an iPod shuffle. I mean, you look at my iTunes, I've got like a ton of different people. And so to hear an album that's different, like there's different styles in it. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Me too. I'd, I'd say the same thing to people. I'm like, I, I, you know, I had an iPod, you know, it's been 20 years now, I guess, since the first iPod came out or something like that. I just have a shuffle mind. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 and I also, you know, I love the old Beatles records. Like when you listen to Revolver, it's like this Yellow Submarine and Tomorrow Never Knows and Taxman and all these songs. They sound nothing alike. Right. It's not even the same singers on them. And nobody's ever like, it's all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like, it's fine to have a bunch of different sounding things. And I like an album that's not monotonous right i think a lot of people when they're making records sort of get into like the record's got to have a sound all the way through and by song three you're like i get it (laughs) (laughs) it's the sound (laughs) (laughs) so the next song on here is called big train big train this is actually a song i wrote for my one-man band setup okay because it it's really impressive when you do it because there's like a, a rhythm in the in the feet that's different than the rhythm in the guitar part with which is different than the rhythm and the vocal part you just try so, to mess yourself up don't you <laughs> it was it was it was made as like an impressive thing but it was so hard to do that i don't play it anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i brought it into the band and uh i didn't know we, if we were going to record this one or not because i'd never played it with the band before okay. and it ended up sounding cool it's sort of like got an acdc feel okay so guys when you see him out live ask him to play big drink <laughs>
and cross the prairie tonight I'm taking me a free ride Ain't got nothing to leave behind Just keep a rolling, just keep a rolling Just keep a rolling on down the track Just keep a rolling, just keep a rolling Big, big train, let's roll on fast lot of influence in there that i can hear i hear uh, of course acdc obviously sure yeah blues traveler is, is some blues uh, traveler sound there and the keeper rolling it, 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 there's something in my head that I, I hear i can't quite place where i've heard that kind of where they flip it down mm-hmm. um man that's that's so good i, I, I love I've, I've heard every song i've heard so far I oh really thanks like man it. but that's gonna drive me crazy the dim bum 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 dim, dim, oh man there's a, I'm, I'm trying to think about the songs that do that there's definitely a, a lot of songs that do similar things i'm not i don't know what you're thinking of but yeah i didn't invent that by any means <laughs> I know, it, it, and that's see that's why i tell people like when i hear these stuff and i compare it to it it's it's all it's not bad i mean because the 80s ballads and rock bands had great music yeah dude, there's been great music for for 500 years right yeah <laughs> and you don't hear the problem is now you don't hear rock on the radio as much anymore you know, no, top. it's weird isn't it why i don't understand that people because because rock i mean listen to stuff this this is not what they would consider rock now, but it is. It's rock, and it's kind of, kind of like southern rock, I guess you would call it. Yeah, it's like southern rock. But I, I like it, and I, I wish they played more stuff. And like I said, I'll put all these songs on the uh, radio station, too, so they'll, I'll do like the New Music Monday, and we'll mm-hmm. divide them up and play it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when does it release? When does it physically? April 14th. Okay. So, guys, when you hear this, it will be April 14th, because what I'll do is I'll time it so that you're – release of the album is the release of this episode oh, perfect. and it comes out at the same time that's what i try to do with the uh, album reviews if you guys give me a head enough of a heads up <laughs> awesome so the next song i already love the title it might have been po folks po no mo po no mo this is another one that i came up with the title first i, I used to do that all the time where i would i like keep a record of titles mm-hmm. but now i don't do it as much but then when i came up with this title it just popped into my head in a conversation. Or I was talking about I don't want to be poor no more or something like that. Right. And then I said, po no mo. And I said, oh, man, that's, that sounds like a song, you know? <laughs> so I went and wrote it, and it's sort of a, it's like a Bakersfield-style feel. Okay. Nice. And it's all about rhyming things with po. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many rhymes we can hear with po. That's a lot, because I, I want to hear. Let's see how many words he rhymed with. That's not the only thing it's about. You'll see. <laughs> all right. Po no mo. I love the title. I just do. I already love that title of it. Oh, thanks, man. (laughs) 
swing kind of jazz that's the uh the piano player that's like his specialty is the new orleansy stuff okay and so when he came in and started playing on this song i was like that's right on brother <laughs> <laughs> i like that and what i what i love about music i'm sitting listening to it it's there's certain times that they, they take a breath like a break in the music sometimes you just let it let, let it, everybody absorb what you just said mm-hmm. and listen to the lyrics 
it's very repetitive as far as like recourse and course. I mean, there's not a sure, lot, yeah, yeah. you know, once you got standard it standard structure here, yeah. but you don't, but it, you don't hear it. I mean, I heard it listening to it cause I'm, I'm sitting here listening real close, but you can sit there and sing and it's not like, it's like a pop song. You know, they were saying like a course and then you get like the pre-course and the mm-hmm. course and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they just repeat it. This works. It works for that. Probably Thank helps that of the words when you have to sing it. So you don't have to remember much of it. Yes, definitely. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, like with everything that you do, I, I couldn't remember all the words too. I have a hard enough time trying to remember that. That's sort of my Achilles heel in general is remembering words. I don't know why, but some people can just like, they hear a song and mm-hmm. they're like, they know the words. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta sing it 10 times before I can start to make it feel right. You know, I think if I sing it 10 times, I would remember the first verse. <laughs> yeah. So 10 times for each section of the song. <laughs> That's the only way I can do it. So your next song on here is called, I don't care. I don't care. This is a song. I read this book called, um, please kill me, which is a, it's a, oral history of the 1970s punk scene in New York. Okay. So like the Ramones and Blondie mm-hmm. and that whole CBGB scene. And there's this one line in it that was so great. It was talking about the Ramones. Somebody was talking about the Ramones and they said it, the Ramones are too cool for school and too dumb to get a job. <laughs> and I was like, that is so good. That's so perfect. It's like a perfect distillation of punk music. Yeah. Too cool for school and too dumb to get a job. So that's where I started this from. The characters, like, from the perspective of one of those kind of people, just, like, does not care. Just okay. a punk. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear his punk song. All I right. don't care. <laughs> Always was too cool for school and just too dumb to get a job. I know I'm lazy, but I don't care. I'm good for nothing and I don't care.
gotta tell you a quick story about the oi oi oi. When I was in, I lived in New York, and I got at a place that was right above CBGB, the famous punk club, okay. in like the last days before it closed. And one time there was like a bunch of punks out there with like mohawks and stuff, like straight up out of the 70s in, in, in London. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Yep. So many of these guys. And I was like, what's going on? Today? Who's playing tonight? And they're like, oh, it's an oi punk night. And I was like, what is oi punk? And the guy goes, you know, oi, oi, oi. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That's a style of music? Yes. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Because it's very London style kind of punk. When you said, when totally. they started doing it, I was like, that's kind of London punk. And then yeah. like, the, should I stay or should I go here? Totally. Yeah, the Clash was definitely the inspiration for, from this sound. I, I tell you what's really cool, and I don't know if, I think, you, you, I'm sure you've done it on purpose, but when you're singing the verses, it's like you have no emotions. It's like you just don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't. And then you get to the chorus where everybody's going to sing it, mm-hmm. and they start, and, and you pick up your, your intensity, and you pick up your, your feel for it, and it's so, it's very subtle, but it's very cool that you did it that way. Oh, uh, thank you. Because that's, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to it, it's like, and because I, I was waiting for him to go back, okay, he, he did it every verse. I'm like, he's he's like not singing, and he's and you're doing it on purpose. Oh yeah, you're like, oh whatever, I'm just singing uh-huh. a song, whatever. And then you get into the the drinking and the mm-hmm. party, and then it's so much exactly. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another another uh, piece of trivia for you on that song, the the gospel ooze in the chorus goes ooh. Uh-huh. That's the worship leader at my church doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they may not want you to tell them. That. <laughs> I didn't say your name. Right. <laughs> People are going to dig now. They're going to find for, oh, we know who it is now. <laughs> so you're, oh, I already love this song. I love the title of this next one. It's called Strange Duck. Strange Duck. Do you know it's Strange Duck Brewery? Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. It's in, in commerce. It's, it's okay. out there from here. But those... So Strange Duck is a brewery in commerce mm-hmm. that's also got a mini golf course and a BMX track, and they're building a driving range. It's this crazy place. Oh, wow. It's amazing. And they have named two beers after my songs. They have one called Feeling Mean and another one called Crazy James, which is a song that I haven't recorded yet, mm-hmm. but I play it live there. Okay. And um, so I decided in return for them naming two beers after my songs... I should write a song called Strange Duck, which is sort of about their brewery. That's, the bridge is about their brewery. That's cool. So now, if guys from Strange Duck, if you're listening, now you have to purchase his song and play it <laughs> as your song throughout the whole building. Oh, yeah. Mailbox money, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Strange Duck. up I was a weird kid See, no matter what I ever did all the normal guys would never quit poking fun at me mama tried to make me regular she said the lord above was testing her as I grew more and more peculiar unashamedly when people say that I'm a strange duck I tell them maybe so and so what sure I'm a little different from you but I don't really see the issue don't go frittering away your sympathy Ain't nothing wrong with me I consider it good luck That I was born a strange duck When someone tries to make a wise crack Well, it don't matter, I don't give a quack Rolls on me like water off a duck's back What you think about that? When people say that I'm a strange duck I tell them maybe so, but so what? Sure, I'm a little different from you, 
I don't really see the issue So don't go frittering away your sympathy There ain't nothing wrong with me I consider it good luck That I was born a strange duck A strange duck makes a strange pawn Another one out of 441 You can have yourself a strange brew And just do what you wanna do Do what you wanna do Do what you wanna do That I'm a strange duck I tell them maybe so But so what? Sure, I'm a little different from you But I don't really see the issue So don't go frittering away your sympathy There Ain't nothing wrong with me I consider it good luck That I was born a strange duck and I consider it good luck That I was born a strange funny song <laughs> thanks man I, again I, you have such a way with words and your melody when you do this stuff there's a song that my kids i had i've had to listen to um several times and you may have heard it already because you got you have kids too uh it's about a, a duck trying to buy lemonade at a lemonade stand or something i don't know that oh one. my gosh and but he's not asking for lemonade he asked for everything else but lemonade uh-huh. do you have any crackers and he's and he will oh i have to before you leave i have to have <laughs> shy to tell me which one it is because that's when you when you see any song about ducks which there's not a lot of which is not, not so many duck songs out there right and so when you when I started playing like okay but it, it's nothing like it but i have to let you hear that one i, I like that thanks man <laughs> that's so funny only duck song i know is five little ducks that's for little kids you know that one Mm-mm. five little ducks went out one day over the hill and far away it's, a, it's like a to the the mockingbird song oh, okay tune i know my wife used to sing to our kids the uh five little monkeys jumping on the bed oh, yeah. one fell off and bumped his head uh, i know all those songs man <laughs> i know them all it's been a while but i remember that one because the kids would jump up the bed and then they would jump off <laughs> <laughs> i said yep that's my kids so the next song i'm gonna hear is called iowa girl iowa girl this one's real simple i wrote it for my wife who's from iowa and uh, i wrote it for her for valentine's day a few years ago and then i knew a couple other people from iowa and i would play it when i would play at their venues mm-hmm. and then one day i played it for a guy who was wearing an iowa hawkeyes shirt at a gig i was playing and he freaked out and he was like man you gotta record that song immediately and send it to me i love it i love it and i had no plans of recording it but that guy actually convinced me to record the song See, now, guys, what you can take from that story, what he just said, is he's paying attention to the crowd. Oh, yeah. And he's working working it. So that's, okay. See, it's funny. That's why I asked these and I do this, because I want to hear stories of it. And that's just a strange story, right? Like, the guy wearing an Iowa shirt. I'll play it for him. His wife is from, and your wife is from Iowa. Mm-hmm. So you have a little connection. My wife is from Germany, but I don't want to sing about David Hasselhoff. She gets mad at me when I say that. All right, listen to Iowa Girl. I was raised down in South Carolina Where they say nothing's finer than a Carolina girl 
So imagine my surprise upon finding that the finest in the world is an Iowa girl. I'm in love with an Iowa girl. She's a mighty desirable girl. Boy, it's her all in buying a club. I'm in love with an Iowa girl. Never thought much of power and money. I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, as it were. Now she don't really care for diamonds and pearls, but if she desired the world, I'd buy her the world. I'm in love with an Iowa girl. She's a mighty desirable girl. Boy, it's her home in John Cooker, Melon Camp. Totally. Yeah, man. That's what I told the mixer. I was like, it's got a Melon Camp vibe. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, see, if I, I wouldn't have worried about my uh, surge going through here and, and erasing everything, I'd have kept it recording while I was going. You mentioned something about the the way that the charities and stuff. So tell me what, tell them what you were just telling me. Sure. So the guy that I mentioned that freaked out about the song when I played it live, his daughter was an organizer of this event called the dance marathon which is a fundraising event that the university of iowa puts on to benefit the children's hospital of iowa mm-hmm. um which is also connected to the wave if you watch college football at i think at halftime or something like that the crowd of iowa games waves to the top floor of the children's hospital building which is right next to the stadium and that's the cancer ward up there so anyway in this year, the Dance Marathon charity used this song as part of their fundraising drive, and they ended up raising $1.1 million to benefit the cancer ward of the Children's Hospital of Iowa. That is such a cool story. You mentioned it earlier in when we were talking about how music can can relate and can touch people in a, in a way that a lot of other avenues can't. Mm-hmm. And for the very that right there is so cool, and I had to get you to tell that story on there too because that's when we do music. When people ask why wow, you're doing this, you don't get paid a lot. You, why are you doing it? That right there, that's the reason because that's it. You you don't realize what you're doing when you play music. A lot of people just do it to get it out, and then you quit. And I, I'm a big believer that everybody has at least one hit in them, but we don't do it for the hits. You do it for the stories and you do it because you got to, right? Mm-hmm. But if you stop because you're not where you're at in your mind, 
right? Mm-hmm. Then situations like that would never happen. No. And the world would be a, a worse place for it. So that's really cool. Absolutely. Really yeah. Cool. All right. So the next song you got here is Come Back Home to Me. Come Back Home to Me. This was a, a song that I wrote specifically for live performance. Another one of these <clears throat> tunes that I knew would work up a crowd, you know, like to get the crowd going. Um, yeah. That's that's all that's like that basically the whole story behind it and it's got a bunch of stuff that is great for live performance in it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and like I said, dude, I'm gonna I would stop it. I'm not. I would record to hear in between, but I'm I'm <laughs> worried. <laughs> but all right, here it comes. Come back home to me. Sleep. I lost my will to eat. I smoked endless cigarettes all night and lie awake and weep. I tried to drown my sorrows, but it turns out sorrows float. The only glad tomorrow is the one where you come home. My heart is bleeding, ooh, I'm bleeding. There's only one thing I need.
definitely a crowd song that you need a band for. Come back. And yes. In the call and response <laughs> and the whole clapping section, the key changes, that's all for live performance. Right. I don't know if you want the clapping section because they always do it on the wrong count. Oh, man. <laughs> I know that. One to four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's pure rock and roll, you know, yeah. for, for energy. Still nothing beats Little Richard and Chuck Berry and those. I mean, that's that kind of style where it's just fast, loud, and out of control. Mm -hmm. is It's just energy. I was about to say, <laughs> it's got a very 50s vibe when oh, it broke yeah. into that guitar solo. So the first part mm -hmm. is like Chattahoochee. It's like his mommy and Alan Jackson, mm -hmm. and, then, and then it got into the, the 50s. That's why I said with, with the way you do this, the album itself, it's such a different style. We kind of mentioned it with the mm -hmm. iPod Shuffle stuff that it, it, it doesn't make it sound like one album right mm -hmm. it's not one long song of an album right 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 so it's definitely a collection of songs this is not a one long album as you said right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which i like i mean unless you're pink yeah. floyd doing one long album is really hard to do <laughs> yeah so the next song you got here is called burning down the road burning down the road is another one from that concept album that never was okay. and this one is like the escape scene this is where he's just burning out of town Heading out of town in the car. It's a good driving song. All right. It's got a little Santana vibe. Oh, I love Santana. That's my All favorite right. guitarist. Santana and Eric Clapton are my top two right nice. there. I love those guys. And when they did a song together, I even loved it. Because like, they put one in one channel and one in the other. They just matched each other. I don't know that one. Yeah, uh, I have to find it for you. Because I have it. I have it on here. Awesome. But we'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blowing down of this southern town For the setting sun is where I'm found I filled her up with 89 And I'm coming down on the state line I've never been this far From the place where I was born I'm tearing off my rearview mirror Won't look back till tomorrow morn I'm burning, 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 burning Burning down the That's the point of no return Bottle up and smell it burn I'm burning, 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 burning Burning down the
negative. Um, I got to know the Phil Collins. Oh, I love Phil Collins. Let me see. I'm going to pull up wire. That, I think I can record. Look, might be under Genesis, but let's see. I have to go back and find it. Yeah, you got to go back and find it. I have it. to go back and find it because it's it's driving me crazy. I because I, I heard it. It's like da da. Is that I'm getting him confused with Elton John and the song is da. I, th- I don't know. I think it's I think it's probably a kids movie. Like when they did Tarzan, when he did Tarzan. Oh or something. yeah, he did that one song for Tarzan. I remember. Yeah, that whole album. I think he did the whole. Oh, album, he did a whole right? album for him. I think he did. Yeah, uh, I just remember he had, had like a huge hit off of it. Yeah. There's something. I'm gonna have to go yeah. back and look for it. But sorry, Phil Collins, you got to come on my show if you want to help <laughs> I love your music though, but you got to come on the show. <laughs> All right, so you got you got one more song left. Yes, I remember Easy Street. I remember Easy Street, which is a song I wrote when I was leaving California in 2019. I had a friend on the Santa Monica Pier who was a Louis Armstrong impersonator. Oh wow! And I wrote a song sort of in the style of the classic Louis Armstrong ballads. Mm -hmm. And we recorded it together out there and it was a terrible recording. The guy who did it was a friend of the impersonator and it just didn't end up (laughs) working. So I decided to record it uh, myself here. And this is the one that we did all, everybody just, in the main room together because okay. it's acoustic guitar and there's no drum kit. There's percussion on it, um, which you'll hear, and I'll comment about the percussion after okay. afterwards to tell you because <laughs> te- technically it's interesting what, what happened. Okay. Well, let's listen to I Remember Easy Street.
silver potholes and red lights, sidewalk tents and dead insides, wrong ways and blown out tires, stolen stereos and engine fires. Yes, I remember way back when our love was in the cards back then. such a laid-back song. It's kind of the perfect way to, to ease out of the album. I like to do that. I like to make the last song different okay. from the rest of the album. And uh, you go talk about the percussion, but I'm sitting oh, yeah. listening to it. Like the, it sounds like they're like trying to do like horse steps or something. That's what made me think of it. So, yeah, it was a wooden, it was a wood block of some sort that he had. And when we were recording, like, I just, nobody noticed it. It was insanely loud. <laughs> like we were all sitting there together and in the room it sounded fine. And then, uh, we had it all mic'd up and everything. And then when I went to mix, I was like, all you can hear is the wood block. That's like the, what the record sounds like. So we had, I had to turn off all the mics that were on the drums as well as my guitar mic, which was sort of pointing in that direction. Mm-hmm. So th- only two mics are in that whole song. My vocal mic, which is picking up the guitar and right. my vocals, and the microphone on the other, the slide guitar. Every, everything is going into those two mics, even though we had a bunch of stuff mic'd because the wood block was everywhere. And you can't, because it's so sparsely uh, orchestrated and because uh, we were all in the same room, you mm-hmm. can't turn mics on and off because right. the ambience just sounds completely different, you know? So... It is what it is, and I it has a vibe. I I like the way it turned out. Yeah, it, it made me think, because my Easy Street, it made me think back before cars. So, like, when people were riding the horses, I, I, my mind, it went to a horse, like, walking on, like, bricks, you know. Sure, yeah, Down yeah. the old streets of London or Trotting something. Trotting down the bricks. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on with your album. My man. pleasure, as always. Thank you for having me, man. Tell everybody where they can find you at and all your socials and all that stuff. Sure. You can find my website at benbostick.com. That's B-O-S-T-I-C-K.com. On Facebook at benbostick, facebook.com slash benbostick. Instagram at Mr. Ben Bostick, M-R, Ben Bostick. Um, I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all those places. You can find me if you Google Ben Bostick. Hopefully I come up at this point. <laughs> That's always a drinking game. Let's Google ourselves and see where we're at. Bad, bad game. <laughs> yes. It's a very, especially when I you play with like kids and stuff. My daughters, they want to play. Uh-huh. And then they'll Google her name. And it's like, uh, it brings up a porn store. It's like, no, no, no. Bad Game's game. over. Yeah. Game's over. <laughs> so but I want to thank you for coming on. Yeah, and man. Thank you for this album. It's such a great album. Guys, he gave me a shirt. So people, when you want to come to the show live, I do accept gifts. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
So it's, everybody, this will be out. Like so when you hear this, his album is out. It's going to drop on the same time that your album comes out, which is April 14th. 14th, right. So if you're listening to this on April 14th, we did it before. So ha ha, I heard it before you. <laughs> All right, everybody, it was Ben Bostic, and this is the Georgia Songbirds album review of Mr. Ben Bostic's album, The Rascal is Back. Adios. Thank you, Ben.